Welcome to Authentic Health Fridays on The Jason Wright Show. This segment empowers you to reclaim control over your well-being and live a life aligned with your body's natural design. I am thrilled to guide you through insightful conversations and practical advice all geared towards helping you achieve the vibrant and balanced life you deserve. In this dynamic series, we have the privilege of tapping into the expertise of a true visionary in the field of health and wellness, Dr. Gus Vickery, the founder of Authentic Health located in the scenic heart of Asheville, North Carolina, is more than just a renowned author and speaker. He's a beacon of wisdom in the world of precision medicine and integrated health. Each episode, Dr. Vickery will be your trusted companion on a journey to unlock the secrets of authentic health. Drawing from his extensive knowledge and expertise, he'll share invaluable tools, tips, and information to guide you in understanding your body's unique needs and embracing the principles of precision medicine. Dr. Gus, welcome back to the Jason Wright Show for another episode of our regular installment of Authentic Health Fridays. How are you, my brother? I am doing very well. We got a little wet weather here in Asheville, but we kind of needed it after we had had a stretch of dry, hot weather. So all in all, really good. Uh, Enjoying the uh, uh, tail end of summer and looking forward to the beginning of fall. Well, it's actually not triple digits here in Texas, so we're all enjoying that. It's it's funny whenever you consider ninety three degrees a cool snap, but uh, that's that's where we are here in the Lone Star uh, State. Yeah, after moving my daughter in in Fort Worth in that one hundred and ten degree weather, I would have ninety three would have felt all guide on up again to the mountains. Yeah, that's uh, you know, I, I you knew what I was doing last weekend. Jim Lynn and I moving into the new uh, fulfillment center that we leased for both uh, Authentic Health eventually, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Hot Tots, and it tested this old man. I mean, mm-hmm. 104 degrees, going back and forth for about eight hours. I mean, she, Miss Mrs. Wright, she shows no mercy. Yeah, she <laughs> is a she cracks that whip, and but we got it done. So. Um, so anyway, well, I tell you what, one of the things I want to tell you that we are getting great feedback on Authentic Health Fridays. It's so cool. People are reaching out and they're wanting to know where to get the supplements we talk about, where to get the protocols. <clears throat> so before we even get started, I want to let everybody know that we will try to include in every episode show notes, the body composition playbook, which actually has the the uh, stacks, the supplement stacks and protocols that Dr. Gus talks about. So you've got that if you're just trying to uh, kind of redo your body composition. Everything we talk about as far as the supplements and, and everything, we will include links to those. And just so you know, we are actually, we are developing in the early stages of our, of a company that will be able to make this to where you can go and just If there's a stack that Dr. Gus mentions, it will be fulfilled like that to make it very easy. So that's coming. But uh, I just want to say, those of you who have given the feedback, thank you so much for listening. And if you're just joining us for the first time, this is not a uh, a one and done episode. This is actually a series that is built with a foundation and building blocks that is essentially... If you were to go to Dr. Gus Vickery's office and you really wanted to start basically taking control of your health for longevity, for overall performance, this series kind of gives you the roadmap that he follows with his patients. So 
with that little lead in, uh, Dr. Vickery, this is, I guess, this is our fourth Authentic Health Friday. I mean, it's not your fourth time on the show for sure, but I think it's, is it's the fourth in the series maybe? I guess it I should is. know that. We started with that introduction, the why, yep. Yep. and then it's the fourth one where we're really doing health content. Okay. So here's what I would like to ask you to kind of, kind of just kind of tag along what I just said is what are we talking about today? And why is, why is today, given what we've talked about previously, the day that we're having this conversation? All right. I love it. So as Jason just so eloquently said, we're talking about building the foundation of health, which, you know, there's a lot of different layers to the body and there's electrochemical, you know, quantum, blah, 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 blah. But basically we're talking about building the foundation of cellular health so that your human system, that all the cells in your body can be optimized and their health and their performance work together in concert and all the different tissues and organs in such a way that you can experience this optimal state of health, which often for people when they come to see me, it's really a restoration project, not an optimization project. And that's true of the people who've been engaged in health for a long time or of individuals who've been sick for a long time. Either way, the first three months, we're always doing a restoration project. And that's because even the more intensive, uh, focused individuals who've been listening to podcasts and taking supplements, most of them have not gone as deep as what we're talking about on this show, where we've looked at gut and toxicants and micronutrients and addressed it in this way. Why am I addressing it in this way? Um, because I, I, I know based on you know, decades of clinical experience and seeing tens of thousands of patients and spending years now doing a deeper model that this is what actually works. This is what matters. And it's also backed up in the scientific literature. So there's innumerable studies published in scientific journals, medical journals that would support that what I'm sharing with you is critically important to maintaining foundation of health. The advantage that I have is I get to work in a human lab, not an academic lab, where I get to see individuals who come in and trust me, let us get the data, let us push in, let us design protocols, and let's remeasure that data and let's see what happens. So I have that opportunity to take what's being produced in theory and go ahead and put it into practice in individual case studies. And as long as what we see or the results are good, then we feel like we're following the right path for that individual. And thus far, the results are typically very good. It's been wonderful and eye-opening to me my confidence in the self-regenerating capabilities of the body, the self-healing capabilities just keeps going up. So when we started, we started with the discussion around the gut, because if your gut isn't working right, you're not going to be able to actually maintain a healthy body. And most, a lot, if I, can, I don't know the exact percent of medical visits that have something to do with a gut symptom, but it's pretty high. And then most people don't realize it, but if they're coming into the doctor because of skin issues or joint issues or fatigue or brain fog, it probably has some relationship to what's going on in the gut. And then we move to toxicants because it's the toxicants that are getting into the body that are wrecking the gut, but are also causing, wreaking a lot of other havoc on these systems. And so as we discussed in that episode, this environment, this habitat that we live and move and have our being in and the food that we eat and the water that we drink and the air that we breathe is just intimately integrated into the picture of our health. And so the foundation starts there. And then micronutrients, meaning the body has to have 
the comprehensive nutrient needs met, not calories, that's a different topic, but nutrients so it can maintain structure and function. And today we move into what's going to sound like possibly esoteric information to some individuals, but you're going to find out why it's foundational. It's two very important antioxidants that your body produces. One's called glutathione and the other is called nitric oxide. And this could seem like we will wait, okay, gut makes sense and toxins make sense and nutrients make sense. And suddenly we're off in this, you know, molecular biology world. Trust me, nitric oxide and glutathione are just intimately tied into everything we discussed. And the case data that I'll show you today, a real human system will illustrate it perfectly to you why these are important. So there's not a patient that comes to me, regardless of age or health, where we're not looking at glutathione and nitric oxide availability in their system and addressing it if it appears to be a problem. And when we do, it's remarkable the improvements they experience and the changes that we see in vascular health, immune system health, chronic inflammation, uh, sleep quality. So it informs everything. So today we're going to talk about these two very important antioxidants. Now, they're not the only antioxidants. The whole man, like oxidant system of a, in the body, the combination of producing what are called oxidants or free radicals and antioxidants that manage that is a complex, complex system like everything in the body. And we can overdo it with this idea of antioxidants and actually create challenges for the body and how it uses oxidants to create signal, to create messages. Um, and so there's really this balance that's very delicate and fascinating. But the good news is that in my experience, if you just shore up glutathione and nitric oxide, the rest of it will take care of itself. Well, and there's one of the things I want to go back just to reiterate that you said at the beginning of, of that, which is for those of you listening, Th there are podcasts out there for for everyone, right? And, and health and wellness podcasts. We're not doing anything uh, revolutionary here by by taking on health and wellness. But one of the things that I want to always reiterate this that this is for everyone. And so, if you are just starting your health journey, the reason why Doctor Gus has structured this is for you. It, it's 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 that person that has just decided you want to take control of, and it's called authentic health for a reason. There is a way that we are all designed and everything that we're going to talk about on Authentic Health Fridays has to do with addressing your cellular needs, your body, based on the way it is designed. And so I can tell you, it was really interesting before we got on, uh, Dr. Gus was telling me about a, a conversation I had on the podcast with Dr. Nayan Patel who is the creator of the glutathione supplement that but, but you can get through Dr. Gus's office. And it's the one that I take or I use. It's a, I don't take it. I guess I apply it. Um, and so and my understanding of the importance of glutathione has grown immensely from whenever I first had that conversation. I was just starting to understand a lot of this stuff. And now I can tell you right now, Glutathione. Now, nitric oxide, I'm excited about because I haven't made that as much of a priority as the glutathione in my own, you know, supplement, uh, supplementation protocol. But when it comes to glutathione, it's one of those deals now that I have to have it. I, it's just, and mainly for, for me, it's for quick restoration or not, I don't know, quick is a, I hate to, I hate to categorize it, but for regeneration, quick re restoration from muscle fatigue, 
and then my immune system. So for and you don't have to be some crazy athlete. You just have to remember we talked about in this podcast before that we live in an environment of a lot of toxicity, like we talked about last week, or, or excuse me, the week before last. We we have all of these forces kind of working against us. So these are the ways to defend yourself and continue to grow healthier in spite of the habitat and environment that we find ourselves. So I just think it's really important to know that for everyone to know that if you have never done anything with regard to biohacking, which, you know, Gus and I both don't like, but never mind that. If you've never been into any of this stuff, it doesn't matter. This is for every human, every member of the human species. You're in the right place. So I just want to reiterate that. So stick with us, even though, even if you think this might be something that's like, ah, glutathione, nitric oxide, that's no, no, listen, this is for you. No, thank you, Jason. It's so yep. critical. And we, you're right. We don't love the term biohacking because we don't look at what we're doing as hacking our biology. We look at it as we're fortifying and optimizing the performance of our biology in a very authentic, sustainable way, which yeah. includes a lot of the things that are a lot of fun that are talked about in the biohacking space. But if you go straight to uh, the awesome stuff you hear about on some of those podcasts, and I think it's awesome and I, I love the content and you skip fortifying nitric oxide and glutathione and cell membranes and addressing gut, you are just breaking your system down even more. You're not going to get what you were looking for. You always have to first set the system up to uh, it, it, to be sustainably healthy and function well, and then you can move it to optimized performance. You cannot move into optimized performance if you don't address these foundational pieces. Absolutely. All right. With that, are we ready to go into the case? Yeah, we're ready. So let me first start by just doing a quick intro about what glutathione and nitric oxide are. Go for it. Uh, you, if people want to get into the deeper understanding of glutathione, they can go back and listen to your podcast in November of 22 with uh, Dr. Patel because he's written an entire book on it. So we're not going to do that today. So these are antioxidants. Antioxidants are uh, molecules that can be in food or that your body produces. These are produced internally in our body that play a role in managing what's called redox biology, which is this combination of things being what are called reduced or oxidized, which has to do with passing electrons around. That's as deep as I'm going to get on that. Essentially, the end result of a lot of chemical reactions and energy production and exchanges of different substrates in your body is something called uh, oxidative stress. Right? It's a form of stress on the human system that actually plays a productive role if it's in balance. Um, and so what your body does is in order to manage that oxidative stress is it puts to work these antioxidants. And that includes directly managing inflammatory responses uh, in all systems, nervous system, gut, vascular system. It includes fortifying certain types of structure in the body that are protective of particular areas of the body. And it includes detox. It includes clearing all those toxicants we talked about. Glutathione is critical for that. So these are two of the most important, what we call endogenous, your body produces them antioxidants and they both decline as we age we look at genetics and i could show that to you but i feel like it might be too much information right now we look at the genetics for your nitric oxide production and glutathione production uh, in our deeper programs here so we already know is your system more likely to need more support 
especially with age. Now, this system was meant, regardless of the genetics, to work pretty well most of the time. But remember, it was designed in pre-industrial environments. So the modern environment, there's an enormous amount of information coming into our biology in the form of toxicants and oxidants and other factors that our systems were never originally designed to deal with. Now, thankfully, looking at things as, a, as this all being created, as I do, the creator knew a time like this would come and actually built these systems with capacity to actually manage what we're dealing with now. Because our human systems had never encountered most of these toxicants, these parabens, and phthalates, and things like that, that are now uh, produced through industrial processes. And yet they're able to manage it if we support these systems properly. And so to the extent that as either we age or we're sick uh, with various conditions or our environment is overloading our system, we will have this increase in oxidative stress, which we can measure. I'll show you one of the metrics for it, which if not managed, will accelerate aging, all aspects of aging, arterial disease, brain atrophy, immune system downregulation, hormonal imbalances, metabolic issues, insulin resistance, rising blood glucose, visceral fat deposition, meaning a belly fat deposition, shortened telomeres for those of you who follow such information, enhanced DNA methylation, in all ways you will age at an accelerated rate. If you see somebody, a friend you haven't seen in a decade, and they're your age, let's say you're both 50, and your friend doesn't smoke, they don't drink a lot of alcohol, they don't use drugs, but they suddenly look like they're 60 instead of 50. When you look at them at their skin and just their body, usually that's oxidative stress. And that system, that person was either getting exposed to things they didn't understand, or they had lost most of their glutathione and nitric oxide signal and just were not managing it very well. So this is critical, critical, critical for health span. Now, glutathione, I'll put into the category of detox, even though it's doing a lot more than that, because when we look at the toxicants and we see all that, glutathione plays a major role in managing that toxicant load, but it does a lot more. Nitric oxide, I'll put temporarily into the vascular camp, but it's also a very important detox assist agent as well. But the reason I put it in vascular is that it is the primary signaling molecule that allows your arteries to dilate or open up in response to different stimuluses like exercise. And so it improves blood flow. Nitric oxide is incredibly protective of your arterial system. We know with great data that as nitric oxide gets depleted, your arter arteries stiffen, you build up more calcium in there, more plaque, and you're more likely to end up accelerating the development of actual arterial diseases. The average 50-year-old man has lost, it, it you know, depends on who they are and their genetics, but most of the time they've lost anywhere from 50 to 70% of their nitric oxide signal. The average 50-year-old man is coming to a medical clinic and being diagnosed with elevated blood pressure and erectile dysfunction. And the, those are two things directly attributable to loss of nitric oxide signal. And if instead of jumping straight to blood pressure medicine and ED medicines, uh, they address this system, it's possible they wouldn't have that problem.
Optimizing nitric oxide and glutathione will reduce oxidative stress, reduce inflammation, improve the health and robustness of your immune system, improve your cognitive health, your brain function, your mood, your sleep quality, your heart rate variability, your vascular markers, your endurance, your exercise power and strength, and assist weight loss. It's harder to lose weight in an environment where these antioxidants are depleted. So that's what we're talking about, and that's why it's so important. It's foundational to the cells functioning normally, to being able to do what they need to do, and in your gut. Real briefly, nitric oxide, uh, uh, glutathione is made of a few different amino acids, um, and, it, and then it has selenium, and, and it's basically produced in the liver. And you have, again, these different genes that influence how much you make and how well you can catalyze the, what we call conjugation of toxicants with it. So, you know, ideally you would support it by maintaining optimal nutrient status and getting these amino acids. Two of the amino acids are cysteine and glycine. Glycine's often deficient in our diet. It's heavily present in collagen protein. And so people who consume bone broths or collagen or take glycine supplementation might benefit in that way. But the studies have not typically shown that just adding protein, comprehensive protein, is a efficient way of increasing glutathione signal. So we're going to talk about how you can do that after I walk through the case study, what we actually did for this person that you're about to look at their data. But you can get your glutathione tested through an intracellular glutathione test. It's measured in the red blood cells or white blood cells to kind of know what your status is. If you have persistent inflammatory signals or oxidative stress signals or diabetes, you use tobacco, you drink a lot of alcohol, you have um, you know, significant amounts of excess fat or obesity, um, you have glutathione depletion. You can just bank on it. If you haven't filtered your water, if you haven't dealt with toxicants like we've talked about, you have glutathione depletion. Your levels will not be optimal for your modern environments. If you're over the age of 30, you have some degree of nitric oxide depletion because after 30, every decade, we drop nitric oxide signal about 20%. It varies oh, based deep. on Yeah, it's really deep. It varies based on genetics and health because, again, we're going to walk through the case study that will illustrate. Then we're going to get right into what do we do about this? How do we fix it? Um, and so, obviously, things like exercise, consistent exercise improves nitric oxide, like the signal and maintaining it. But um, genetics actually have a strong influence on that as well. So if you, and then with nitric oxide, if you smoke or you have diabetes, it's the same thing with just a list I gave with glutathione, you have a low nitric oxide signal. Yeah, that's one of the things I think that you've told me before that uh, you mentioned alcohol and tobacco, but isn't alcohol one of the biggest uh, drains on your glutathione levels because your body has to just use so much of it to counterbalance it? Absolutely. Every time you're drinking alcohol, you're just... You're, you're, you're sucking up your glutathione that's available. In fact, that's part of the hangover. It's not just dehydration. and the, it, What happens is you, you have to sequester so much of your glutathione to manage the acetaldehyde, which is what ethanol is metabolized into. And acetaldehyde is a brutal toxicant. It's a potent neurotoxin. So your body will immediately do whatever it has to to bind it. It's called conjugation. You bind it up and then you can excrete it through the excretion pathways and you end up completely depleting glutathione. And so there's an aspect of the alcohol itself causing the hangover because it's poison, 
But there's also an aspect where your normal detoxification abilities have been compromised because this very important detox molecule has been completely used up just managing the alcohol. So when we get into the practical application section of this uh, podcast, we'll be talking about those who are going to drink alcohol, what they should be using. Short answer is Nyan's product before they drink. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to push pause here just to make sure we get set up correctly. So those of you watching online, you shouldn't notice. I don't know why I've been announced it. You probably won't notice. But just for your for your knowledge, talk, I'm going to push pause and we'll get the uh, case set up here. So, and by the way, those of you who, uh, whenever you hear us go through these cases, if you're listening in your car right now, you can go to the YouTube channel, just search for The Jason Wright Show. I've created an entire playlist there that is Authentic Health Fridays. You can go through these and it's literally like a master class. And so they're structured. So you can just go through the playlist and listen to how this is set up from the way Dr. Gus designed it from top to bottom. And I think all, but maybe, I don't think I've had the the molecules one from last week. I don't think it is up there. I will have that by the end of the day. And and also, whenever I mention show notes, if you pull it up on Spotify or the uh, or Apple and it cuts off because there's only so much text, click on the link that will take you to the show's website. And that's where you will have the full show notes. Just Just some housekeeping there to let you guys know how to best utilize because Dr. Gus and I truly want these episodes to be educational and have a lot of utility value. So hopefully that helps. So with that, we're going to get this set up and then we'll check out this case. Yep. So here we are. We're in the case again. For those of you listening on uh, on your uh, in your car, or wherever you are, go to YouTube and you can check out and follow along with us as uh, Dr. Gus goes through this actual report. So with that, back to you, Doc. All right. So this is a reasonably healthy um, 60 year old female. She's not taking prescriptions, but just not feeling great. And so she decided to go ahead and get the full workup and work on her health. And what I'm just going to focus you on a few things because this is a lot of laboratory work, but this is our inflammatory oxidative stress section right here. And you can see here that across the board, these markers of inflammation like this interleukin six, which is a powerful inflammatory cytokine. We call or it's elevated fibrinogen as a blood vascular coagulation marker that indicates that in the arterial system, the endothelium, the lining of the artery is uh, not happy. And then we have the CRP, which is moderately elevated, which is a different marker of generalized inflammation and vascular inflammation. And then look at this oxidized phospholipid on APB. So this is an oxidative stress marker, sky high. All right, so this person has clear elevations in chronic inflammatory response, membrane uh, membrane oxidative stress, and endothelial oxidative stress. We got a big problem brewing right there. She doesn't have a lot of metabolic issues, diabetes. She's got some weight she'd like to lose. Um, I wanted, I'm not going to, I know this is a lot of data and people could be interested. I just wanted to show two other markers that are associated with inflammation and oxidative stress, ferritin, uh, which is a marker for excess iron, which can be iron accumulation with age because, and we'll, we'll have a special uh, topic on this one because it's so important for people to understand. It's also an oxidative stress marker and then homocysteine, which is a marker of many things, including certain nutrient deficiencies we talked about uh, in the micronutrient section, but this is a sky high level. So this is a person who actually is going out and exercising regularly, living her life, waking, sleeping, uh, socializing, lives a uh, in sunny Florida, 
who is really kind of a, a little bit of a walking time bomb on this. I, this is a profile where the concern for a blood clot or a, a stroke or something like that, like, you would be concerned that that could happen uh, in relatively short order if this were to tip over. So immediately, I know that this person is likely, uh, one, we know that there's real problems with the immune system and the vascular system that are going on. Two, I'm going to know pretty quickly that there's likely problems with glutathione and oxide, which would be critical. So now I'll move over and let me just do this real quick. I'm going to stop sharing that and we're going to share a new one. And we'll go to uh, micronutrient and share that. So, all right, let's take a quick look. Now, this is just a segment of a micronutrient report, but you can see here that glutamine levels, which is an important amino acid and glutamic at glutamate or glutamic acid is part of making glutathione. So that's not looking great. And it's also gut protective and this serine, this amino acid metabolite is low. And then we have low citrulline, which is one of the precursors for the nitric oxide pathway, but one specific side of the pathway that's likely not working well for her. Her amino acids don't look great. She's not getting enough protein. And then her cysteine levels, we already mentioned cysteine, and the blood is not deficient, but inside the cell it is. And cysteine is critical for glutathione. And then look at her glutathione levels. So this is inside the cell. This is not great. It's not technically deficient, but this is well depleted. Right? So we know in the setting of high oxidative stress and active inflammation, we need high levels of glutathione and we've got low levels. Now, part of this is going to be consumption, trying to keep things stable, like it's trying to put out the fire. And part of this is likely production based on her, the nutrient status that she has. And her actual glutathione genetics are really good. She has a good set of enzymes uh, from a genetic perspective, while her nitric oxide, not great. Now, let's go to another report, and, and then we'll tie it together for you guys, because I know this could be uh, a little different than what most people are used to looking at. So we're going to look at, real quickly, the toxicant environment, because this just ties in everything Jason and I have been talking about, um, about how it all creates one picture. And it'll pull all the last podcast together. So this is a face sheet for her toxicant report. We see high levels of mold toxicants, which she does have sensitivity to and she wasn't paying attention to. And we see elevated atrazine, which is a broadleaf pre-emergent herbicide. And she has walks around on that part of grass barefoot. And then we see some other things, a little bit of beryllium. Now, her glyphosate signal, which we spent so much time on, is pretty high. It's not up here. She just in the last month made a decision to go to all organic non-GMO diet. Wow. Just made that decision herself after learning more about it. And I suspect what's happened is her levels were probably up here and they're dropping. But we still have too much glyphosate or Roundup. Go back to the last podcast if you want to understand this. And we have these parabens and phthalates and xylenes, all the usual stuff that we're going to see. So we got a pretty nasty toxicant environment going on that we know is impacting her health. And then last thing, and then we'll tie it together. Right, just a quick face sheet on the gut so you can kind of get a repeat. And you'll recall we, we did this once before. And once again, we're looking at this whole system with everything ordered close to each other. So we know the context is 
this time of life, like all these things are influencing the, re- all the, the complete results we're getting. So once again, with the indexes, we see low gut diversity, this elevated ratio of these phyla. We talked about that on that prior podcast. We see deficiencies in very important probiotics. And then we see markers of gut wall inflammatory response that are pretty significant. And we see high-level local immunological response, meaning IgA, which is a local antibody you produce to try and deal with just stuff right there at the gut level. It's not a systemic antibody. It's sky high. And then she has this high level of zonulin. So she's got what's called gut hyperpermeability, often referred to as leaky gut. She's also got a little bit of a gluten issue that's playing into this. And typically what we see over time, and most most people I assess have some degree of gluten sensitivity, and it, the root cause was really the glyphosate that the gluten is just packaged in these days, but both are now problematic. So let me back up for just a moment. And um, I'm going to, Jason, I don't know if you want to do anything because I'm pulling out of those reports now to discuss this. Um, They're good? Yeah. All right. So that was a quick flyby of some complex reports. If you've watched the prior podcast or listened to them, you've watched us go through those reports in detail. But the big picture is this. We have someone who in the blood, we can clearly measure significant inflammatory response, oxidative stress, and vascular inflammatory response, along with additional markers like the ferritin and the homocysteine. We have someone, so we know systemically we've got a problem. Now, I want you to remember that with the gut intoxicant micronutrient, often we see the same picture that I just demonstrated to you, but we don't actually measure the blood changes yet. It's just a matter of time until we do, but the system hasn't actually become compromised to the point that we can measure this dysfunction in the blood. This is a clear-cut case where we can't. More often than not, there is at least some signal there. And then what we see is the kind of the same thing we already talked about, high toxicant burden from our environment, food, water, air, uh, living habitat products that she might be using with the glyphosate, which is wrecking the biome and causing gut hyperpermeability along with the other stuff. All of those, all of those non-dealt with toxicants that are circulating through her system are adding to this oxidative stress issue. Uh, and then, of course, the gut itself with the hyperpermeability, immune activation, which is good. And then her digestive function I didn't show you is reduced, which is going to affect her nutrient profile. And I only showed you a portion of the nutrient profile. She had many areas with significant deficiency, especially key B vitamins, choline, and vitamin E, which would help protect the membranes from this oxidative stress, but importantly, low glutathione. And because she's 60 and we, ha- we see this, what we see, we know nitric oxide is pretty much offline. So kind of a mess. Now, Obviously, we're going to put together a pretty a, a protocol for her. We're going to detox her, as we've discussed. She's going to get work with the health coach to identify how to modify the environment and the products she uses so we don't keep accumulating this level of toxicants in our body. We're going to have her on a gut protocol to resolve the gut hyperpermeability and improve the ecosystem of microflora and to 
tamp down that inflammatory response and get the gut to heal. Um, so, and we're going to, we already have our own nutrient protocol to ad- address the deficiencies. If that's all we did and we don't address nitric oxide and glutathione, we're still not going to see a complete resolution of the findings on her blood work. We have to address those. The body needs help in that area, especially when we get into actively detoxing her because she's going to be using more glutathione and nitric oxide as we do this system cleanup. Now, this is a woman who exercises, who's just turned her diet all organic, non-GMO. She's a pretty savvy health consumer. She's highly productive. And, uh, you know, her supplement list was huge that she was already taking. A lot of it was good stuff too, but she was taking it haphazardly. And this is where the system is for her. And uh, it's going to, thankfully, we're going to work through it and all the data and figure out what we need to do. And it's going to all get better. And she's going to feel a lot better and she's going to have greatly reduced her risk. It's not just a matter of right now, well, she'll finally be able to lose that 30 pounds she wants to lose. She'll feel better. Her brief periods of brain fog she experiences will get better. But her risk of dementia, arterial disease, strokes, autoimmune diseases, all of these things is going to go way, way down. Whereas she, with her family history of both her mother and grandmother having had strokes in their 60s, I would be very concerned that that would happen to her, uh, given what we saw there with that picture. Now, not everybody's blood work looks like that, as I've already stated. I want to be clear. Sometimes the blood work uh, is almost normal. Maybe there's a slight elevation in the CRP or the ferritin, but there's not all that really loud signal screaming out at you, we got big problems, and yet the gut intoxicant micronutrients still look like this. So again, it's critical to understand for the average person out there who's never really paid attention to these details before, this is why we're doing this. This is what I see in my clinic, and I evaluate hundreds of people a year. I, you know, I used to evaluate thousands, but when you do this level of work, you can't do that volume. But my colleague also, and this is what we see over and over and over again across a interesting cross-section of human beings, some sick, some healthy, some young, some older. It does some, and, and they come from all over. I mean, some come from out West, she's Florida, some are local, North Carolina, some are Texas. This is what we see over and over again. So, one, if you're, if, if this is waking you up, seeing what this looks like and understanding the risk, but also understanding how much this just depletes, how good you could feel. Like this is a strong mindset individual. She, you, you would be so proud, Jason, with all your mindset teaching of how she manifest, you know, she's an example of using that. Yet I know, and now she knows she's missing half her performance gears, yeah. missing at least half of them, right? Like she's, she's going to experience a massive transformation in baseline energy and emotional well-being and physical capabilities as she addresses this. Um, but if we didn't add in a plan for glutathione and nitric oxide as part of her foundational restoration plan, um, the system would have a hard time fixing itself. And also... If it does fix itself, it would take a lot, lot longer to get the job done. So one of the things that I love about having these conversations, a lot of people, they want their, which is kind of comical when you go down this path to think about the whole 
anti-aging creams or, <laughs> you know, and I don't want to say they're all crap because they're not. They're, some have good products, but it's just like, okay, you're not, you're, you're talking about wanting your face to look younger, but what are you doing inside? And I think that what all of this has to do with and what really, whenever I got clued into slowing the, the, the aging process and in some cases reversing it, if you really want to get serious about it, if you want to, you have to start in on the inside. It's inside mm-hmm. out. This whole yeah. idea that you can go buy some cream with some retinol that'll t- that will basically inflame your skin and tighten up your wrinkles for a little while. You may look a little younger for a little while, but th- what we're talking about actually, it actually does make you feel more youthful. I can tell you anecdotally for me, when I incorporated uh, Nyan's product for my, for, for my, as part of my own protocol, my, my inflammation from workouts and stuff was much less, much less. I mean, muscle fatigue. I, you know, and so just so people know, it does not have a human growth hormone effect. I don't want to misrepresent. But what happens is it causes those little tears in your muscle fibers with that, that, that necessarily come from resistance training, which you, those of you who have listened to me know that it, it part and, and Dr. Gus would back me up on this. You have to incorporate some form of resistance training into your, into your daily life or just your, your training life as a way to keep your body youthful. And, um, and I know that it, it repairs quicker. And so therefore you're able to get more out of your workouts. But, and again, it goes back to Gus. It makes your body just function more, get back to functioning normal again, qu- more quickly. And I think that's kind of what you just said essentially with her. And another thing too, for those listening, this is why I went into that little rant about this is for everyone. This is for anyone, no matter what stage of life you are, you're talking about a person that is clued in on health. That's why she, that's why she was smart enough to come see you. She's trying to do the right things. And even her reports are showing some major deficiencies. So you, you imagine that person that's just out there steeped in a three meal a day, Western diet, little exercise, has a few cocktails, either weekly or daily. Maybe they have the occasional cigarette. Imagine what they're going through. So for those of you listening, if you're really serious about regenerative health, then it starts by taking care of these little things on the inside, and then it will be reflected on the outside. So there's my, you're, there's my, you're, my you're 100% right. And <laughs> You know, somebody, and, uh, and you know, some individuals, and I understand this. They're in their own life, in their own domain, with their own challenges. You know, showing data and talking about cellular health might not really move the needle. But the other side of that is what you've already said in terms of your quality of life. I know for a fact that as you restore nitric oxide and glutathione signal, and we're about to talk about how to do that, that almost everybody not necessarily but almost everybody will experience an improvement in their energy their recovery from exercise their ability to exercise longer their mental energy gut health their skin health like everything you know just the things that people are interested in feeling good being healthy looking good will happen as you do this you'll actually and you'll subjectively feel it now i'm not i don't want to you know, make promises that I can't necessarily uphold. So I can't promise that every individual uh, that they, you know, uh, just go ahead and start using support products will necessarily feel the difference. But if you're depleted, you're going to feel the difference. Um, And even if you're not depleted, you'll probably feel the difference. Because I know because most of my patients, we have the data, they start on nitric oxide and glutathione support. It's just a foundational piece of what they do. And they 
universally will report back to me within a couple of weeks of just correcting that. Because a lot of this stuff is going to take two or three months to fix. They feel so much better. They, uh, many of them, the alcohol drinkers, can tell a difference with the glutathione almost immediately. Yeah. They feel like they sleep better. They have less toxic effect of the alcohol, essentially less hangover impact, and just feel so much better. But also people who've been dealing with just kind of weak, washed out, kind of maybe getting lots of colds, feeling like they're always getting infections or they get, you know, cold sores, they find, oh my gosh, that stuff goes away. My immune system's working properly. So this can be looked at from, you know, the perspective Jason and I want you to have, which is how do I really invest in my biology and understand it and give it what it needs? Or I can just be looked at from the perspective of what's going to help me feel good. You know, I'm every day I'm either I'm consuming some type of information or supplement or product or food under the idea that it's going to help me somehow, some way, a cream, whatever. Well, this is actually going to do it and do it in a way that's real and sustainable. So, I mean, if you're going to spend your money on a couple of interventions for skin and health and feeling good, right? well, then start here. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So let's get to it. How, how do we start taking this road to recovery? Okay, so big picture, uh, just to back up and make this easy, nitric oxide and glutathione are critical. You don't have to remember their names, anything all that. You just say these two things that... They talked about, they're critical, I get it, it's going to make a difference for me. All right, so big picture that. Now, with glutathione, you've got two options. First and foremost is all the things we've already talked about. Healthy gut, clean up the environment, clear the toxicants, and nutrient optimization. It's going to give you your foundation for your body just to work normally. But depending on genetics and age, you are likely to benefit from some support. And if you are a high performer and train hard, work hard, and put a lot of demands on your system, and you're over the age of 30, certainly 40, you're going to benefit from support. So with glutathione, there's a number of you know studied ways of doing this. There's two I'm going to suggest consideration of outside of normal nutrient optimization and all that. We're going to just work with that as like, that's just a standard. We're always starting off of that basis. But one, and the one that's been time-tested and does work and help, is to use the, the substrates that glutathione is made out of consistently, which is really good for the body. There's a lot of studied benefits. That will include N-acetylcysteine. Cysteine is an amino acid. N-acetylcysteine is the precursor to make this for the cysteine in glutathione. It's the rate limiting step of glutathione. And NAC is you, if you're healthy, it might be taken 500 milligrams once a day. We'll use the Thorn product in our clinic because it's just, it's excellent and good quality and dose, dose properly and easy to do. Um, I suggest it's part of my base protocol for virtually everything, whether it's a brain protocol, an immune protocol, a post COVID protocol, a weight loss protocol. NAC is on that list. It's also on the list of every uh, researcher who's deep into human health space that I'm connected to, that you, we all share our short list, our protocols. Like, what would we always take? What's our top five or six? NAC is on every one of their lists as well. And it's there for a reason. It makes a big difference on your immune system's ability to function normally and independent of glutathione production. It assists in oxidant management. Plus, you need cysteine for other things. So... 
it's a good idea just to use NAC. Now, there are some, you know, if you look it up online or you talk to a pharmacist, they might give you cautions. Like if you're on a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, that could create problems. Uh, not likely to happen at the doses I'm talking about. There have been challenges with people getting high dose IV versions and possible liver toxicity. What I'm talking about is very safe. Okay. And if anything, usually will improve mood too. So NAC, N-acetylcysteine, 500 milligrams once a day. Now, if you're a high performer and you're putting hard demand on your system, that might be twice a day. That's what I do. And I take it with acetyl L-carnitine because of the mitochondrial benefits, which we'll be talking about when we get to mitochondria. But you don't have to do that. Just the NAC alone has been shown to be really effective for this. Now, the other thing that out of a recent study at Baylor that showed real like measurable improvements in mitochondrial performance and aging is the combination of NAC and glycine. Glycine isn't the other amino acid we mentioned earlier. And so if a patient's already using bone broths, collagen proteins, and getting a lot of glycine, I'll leave that alone. Otherwise, if they're not, and they're not going to eat a lot of connective tissue and stuff like that, I'll have them start a couple of glycine capsules with the NAC because we have good studies showing clear benefits for that. Um, in mitochondrial performance, which is likely via the glutathione synthesis pathway. The glycine probably gives a nice assist in that process. And well, most people I assess are glycine insufficient if they're not already using some type of high glycine-based food or supplement. So the glycine dose in the studies, I think, was 300 milligrams. I usually have people in a gram, 1,000 milligrams. And once again, I just use the foreign capsules along with that NAC. So I do think most people would benefit um, from, but they, they would need to kind of do their own research and talk to their own health professional. I'm not giving any individual medical advice. I'm just telling you what I do with my patients who are actually working with me with data is add N-acetylcysteine at at least 500 milligrams a day up to twice a day, depending on the demand on the system and what the data looks like. And in some cases, if they're older and they already have brain atrophy, I might even use a thousand milligrams twice a day, but that's a high dose protocol and shouldn't be done unless you really need it. And you talk to your healthcare uh, provider about that and then add the glycine. And just um, real quick, just to, just to make sure I'm tracking here. So what, if we do this, essentially the biggest benefit is it's going to upregulate, the NAC will upregulate the production of glutathione. Am I getting that right? So yeah. that, okay, that's, yeah, you're going you're to catalyze glutathione, but you're also supporting other important yep. uh, biochemical processes. And so that's why I do that and the topical glutathione. I don't just use, because I still want to address the cysteine issue yep. in addition to the other because of all the studied benefits of cysteine in acetylcysteine supplementation. So I actually have the NAC and I use the topical product we're about to talk about. So historically, we until Nyan was able to uh, patent his formulation, and he did. He stayed. He was passionate about this for decades because you can't really deliver glutathione directly through the gut into the into the body. It's made in the liver and distributed, but you also have to get it into the cells. It's not any good if it just stays in the bloodstream. It's just going to be metabolized and or, or urinated out. And, and which, we, real quick, just to, just to go back real quick, so people, as a refresher from last week, that's why when you showed that actual report, just because it is in your blood and its presence is fine in the blood, you you showed side by side. So if those of you who haven't watched, 
Dr. Gus actually goes through a, a panel where he shows here is the presence of the molecule in the bloodstream and here it is in the cell. Now, there may be a reason why it's got it's more prolific in the cell or excuse me, the bloodstream in the cell. Maybe they maybe they just started. But again, just because it's in your bloodstream doesn't mean it's getting to the cell. And what we actually want is in the cellular level. So if whenever he says that, you can actually go back and that should click. I mean, did I, did I mess anything up there? Yeah, Doc? Actually, right. It's critical, okay. sir. These molecules people are chasing after like NAD. That's mm-hmm. the big conundrum. Yep. How can we actually get that up in the cell? And we will be doing an episode later on NAD because that's like advanced tactics right now. It's let's just get the system where it can even work properly. Right. With a glutathione, you got to get in the cell. So historically, that was a big problem. You couldn't just take glutathione. Your, your gut would uh, decompose it into its components and it would absorb it. You'd get the amino acids from it and maybe the selenium. But you weren't going to be able to just kind of turn that right back into glutathione. So then there were liposomal formulations, which are designed to bypass that gut digestion and distribute into the body. And they're helpful, but they're consumed so quickly. Right? The half-life of activity is so short that while it could give you a little boost, it's not going to do a whole lot. IV might not be helpful at all. You might just be urinating it out. And a lot of people go get IV glutathione. So Nyan, and you can, people can go back and listen to the episode because he goes into detail developed this nanoparticle formulation that you can apply it to the skin where you're getting direct absorption into your capillaries. So you're putting it right into the bloodstream. And because of the formulation, when you're bypassing the liver part of it and two, it's actually getting into the cells. And he did the studies to prove that, that we're delivering it into the cell. So you could take someone like who had this uh, intracellular glutathione level and apply Nyan's product to her and then retest glutathione levels an hour and a half later, and you're going to see a rise in that intracellular glutathione in those white blood cells. It's going to, there's going to be more glutathione there. So now you know your cells are getting that glutathione and they can put it to work, uh, beginning to uh, detox. So I love his product. I'm also a user of his product. Um, I always use it when I travel. I use it if I can't control like my environment. I do use it at least once most days. The instructions are twice, but I do believe that at this point on my personal health journey with the combination of what I've done in the environment, my own data, my nutrients, taking NAC and glycine, I don't know that I have to use that twice a day every day. I'll sometimes forget about it. The bottle gets empty. I don't replace it. And I will tell you a few weeks after not using it, I grab a bottle because I can start to tell I'm just not recovering like I was. my I have a harder time getting back into the same workout frequency, the same intensity. There's a clear difference in my exercise performance, my recovery from exercise, and my energy, my waking energy in the day if I'm replenishing glutathione. So I you can, there's no harm in using it twice a day, every day. So this idea that we could overdo the antioxidants is actually correct in theory. We could. We could overblunt the oxidant signaling pathway and mess up this balance in the body. My gut feeling on it, based on what I've been seeing in human systems, we got a long ways to go before we're going to get to that side of the equation that most people can just go for it with glutathione and nitric oxide and not worry that they're going to be messing things up for a long, long time. 
uh, based on what I'm seeing. So I love that product, four pumps, twice a day. If you're really sick, um, you know, this was really great during the Delta phase of COVID when that infection mm-hmm. was all risky and the post-COVID inflammatory syndromes. I could place people on his high-dose serum and have them do it multiple times a day. And we saw clear uh, and, like reductions in disease severity, time of disease, and recovery from post-COVID inflammatory syndrome. And he's got some data on that as well. If I have somebody who has uh, early dementia and brain atrophy and the labs like the ones we just looked at, I'm going to put them on the high dose for at least a month or two before bringing them back to the regular dose. Most individuals, the regular dose is plenty. And um, it's just, this is what you have to know if you try it. When you spray it, it'll take about 20 or 30 seconds to rub it in thoroughly to your skin. And you can choose any area of skin that you want. It's probably better to avoid face and genitals. It burn a lot. Yeah. Like, my, like my mom, I told you, she rubbed it on her yes. face because she didn't want to take care of her wrinkles. Yeah, let's not do yeah. that. And it does not smell good. Yeah. And so <laughs> pick anywhere and rub it in. You got to rub it in until it's dry. When it's dry, it's sticky or tacky. And I'm yeah. telling you this now. Because if you try it, these are the two reasons people will stop it. And there's no reason to do this. It's easy to overcome. And Nyan taught me this prick the first time I came across the product. You apply it and you can't bathe within 45 minutes because it's going to absorb over the next 45 minutes. Otherwise, you're just washing it off. And I wouldn't go and sweat in a gym because it's just going to get sticky and stinky. So you really want to wait till after your workout, after your shower. And as long as you're applying it six hours apart or so, you're going to get the full benefit of the pump pushing up that would have fine. You rub it in. It's going to feel sticky and you're going to smell salt. But if you'll just take a non-toxic moisturizing lotion, so, you know, again, non-toxic, right? Get a uh, something that's not going to, you know, load more toxins in your system and use up the glutathione on the serum. <laughs> and you rub it over the area of application. You just rub the lotion over where you applied it. The sticky feeling will go away and the odor will go away. And you'll no longer notice it at all. And it's well worth going through that trouble. I promise when I first met Nyan, it was only maybe a year, a little more than a year ago. It was at a large anti-aging conference. I had been invited there to uh, be a part of a small group, uh, like learning session. And I decided to go and I was wandering around with a good friend of mine and all in the expo hall. And there's all the stuff. Any biohacker would just like be super excited. And there's a really cool people and amazing tech and amazing products and tests. But a lot of it's just a lot of noise. It's not adding a lot of value. There's always a couple of things that I think are game changers foundationally that have come into the marketplace. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm on the search to find. And uh, I saw Nyan's booth and it was glutathione and I almost didn't walk over. I'm like, I don't want to hear about another glutathione product. Why this liposomal glutathione is better than that liposomal glutathione. I just don't even want to hear about it. I've, I've heard it enough. I know how important it is. I go, yes, we're all chasing glutathione replenishment. But I did because it, it was at the moment where there was a little wall and he was standing there and my friend was with me. I was like, all right, let's just go check it out. Maybe we'll take a shot of liposome glutathione. And he shows me these developed this topical formula. And then I started asking the questions and Jason immediately, the light bulb started going on inside of me. Like this might be the whole reason I came to this conference was to find this one thing because this foundationally will change how I, how now with my patient work, we can actually measurably improve glutathione availability and that will make a major difference. I immediately went deep with him on his data 
I showed him my genetic reports and what I'm testing. We geeked out on it for a long time, developed a great relationship, um, and then came home and my clinic promptly started ordering his product in bulk. Well, and one of the cool things about it is not only do Jason Wright and Dr. Gus Vickery swear by Nyan's product, but if I'm not mistaken, I think we talked about it in the uh, in that interview I did with him, the extra strength product was developed for Tom Brady's dad because Tom Brady's a big uh, customer of his. And then he said Tony Robbins will not travel without his 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 product and if he does he says it's not unusual he said he said you know he said tony robbins the guy doesn't sleep he's going he's all over the world he said it's not unusual for me to get a call at three in the morning and tony robbins has left his glutathione in the hotel before i gotta get you to send me some right away and so it's one of these things that is if it i know it sounds crazy folks but it makes a huge difference and you know what i'm just thinking about gus so I ran out, and I'm going to call Courtney as soon as you and I get through. I'm going to call Courtney, and I will pay the extra to get some overnighted to me before <laughs> Jim Lynn and I go to New York this weekend. Because you know what? I um, I ran out, and I wonder if that's why you know I, t- I was complaining to you about my sleep scores. The mm-hmm. only thing that has changed, the only thing other than the poison ivy incident, which I've fully totally recovered from. That prednisone was definitely a factor. Yeah, that was. But still, my sleep scores are not where they were. And you know, I want this will be a good uh, a good test case to see if I get because I like I said I, I kind of like you did. I ran out and I haven't replaced it as quickly as I normally would. I'm going to get Courtney to overnight me some and get back on it and see if my sleep scores improve a little bit. Then I bet they will. And I like to make, if I'm only going to use them once a day, I'll typically use it at night because I feel like that's, you got a lot of detox going on. I've depleted my production. So I'll boost it at night. And I bet your sleep score is going to go up. And by the way, uh, not that there's medical studies on this. And again, you talk to your own doctor before you do anything I say, but I'll just tell you in my own patients, those who do get cold sores and the rare time that someone does get shingles uh, uh, in my practice, I can have them take the high dose formula and apply it directly to the shingles or the cold sore. And if they'll start doing that right at the beginning of the development of the process and they do it several times a day, it will typically be gone within two to three days. And um, it burns like the Dickens when they do it. But but instead of living with a cold, like a painful cold sore on their lips for 14 days, it's gone in two or three. And with shingles, Instead of it turning into this protracted, painful condition, having it dry up and go away that quick is critical. So um, it's really great for those types of things. It's not medically indicated for it. It's not dangerous to do. It will burn and sting if you do it. Again, talk to your own doctor. If you get a shingles or cold sores, talk to your own doctor about how to address it. But I, this topical glutathione is great for us. And just to reiterate, we are and we have no uh, other than you're a customer of, of NIAs, I guess. And by the way, here's one of the cool things, folks. Talking about Nayan Patel, he takes every, he has a foundation. It's at the University of Southern California where he went to school and his foundation donates every penny they make off of his glutathione product to his foundation. He doesn't do it for money. It pays his employees and then whatever profit they have, he gives away. The dude is just a remarkable human being. I mean, he is such a sweet, sweet man. We, the, we don't have any sort of partnership with Nyan uh, that we just love his product. And at Authentic Health, you can actually buy the product. And Gus doesn't even, I mean, 
again, and this is what you'll find with Authentic Health, most of the stuff we talk about that Gus carries, it's just because it's part of his protocol stacks. He's not, it's not the other way around. It's not like, oh, I've got a good arrangement with this company. So here, my, my patients need this. It's not at all the case. And certainly not the case with uh, glutathione. So just to make well, that clear, that's not what this is about. Because Nyan is a great guy and I'm a big supporter of what he's trying to do. Um, he does give me a great deal, meaning I buy it in wholesale bulk because I've got hundreds of people using it all the time. And he gives me a good price because that way I can make it a lot more affordable for these people exactly. to use it. That's a product. And he's delighted for me to do that. Um, so we are able to give people a preferred pricing directly through our clinic. We do retain margin because it takes us time to order and pay for this stuff and stock it and ship it and stuff like that. So I want to be clear. I, I do add some margin to the product cost or I would be going broke doing this, but we didn't. We, did, we don't buy it in bulk so we can make a lot of money. We do it because we want, I think it's so important. And every so often there's someone who's sent to me who doesn't have a lot of money. Um, and, and that, but I'm asked to take on the case and then I will often, I, I do this a lot. Um, and this is a person who needs the support. And so if we can get these things for a substantially less, you know, lower price, we're able to get these tools in these people's hands. And so that's why we do what we do. But yeah, we'll, we'll make sure the best way to, if you want to use this product and get it at the best price is honestly the direct order it through our clinic because we do buy in bulk and we can ship it out to people and stuff like that uh, if people want to buy it. So I guess we should talk about nitric oxide because once yep. again, my delusional self, I keep thinking, oh, this one will be a 45 minute deal. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. So nitric oxide is critical and I got to show it the love. Now I will tell you improving glutathione has already been shown to improve nitric oxide signal. Um, and vice versa. So you can't, these things work hand in hand. You can't just pick one. You've actually got to address the whole system. And there are others we're not talking about, catalase, thyroidoxin. Um, and so, but these two are the biggies. So nitric oxide, we've already discussed, it depletes as you age. If you have metabolic conditions, if you smoke, if your oral biome is not healthy, if you have stomach issues, uh, you probably are also depleted. Now, one of the main pathways are enzymes that we can look at your genetics for, and they might be robust or not. And they're called nitric oxide synthase uh, genes, and these are nitric oxide synthase enzymes. And there's a number of them. And what they do is a lot of things, but they catalyze the creation of nitric oxide. And what they do is they take the nitrogen from an amino acid, arginine, and combine it with oxygen, and they make nitric oxide. It's a small gaseous molecule in it's metabolized very quickly. We can't measure it in the bloodstream. So it's pulsed out and it's cleared. Pulsed out and it's cleared. And, um, and, the, and so the pre-workout formulations to boost nitric oxide are usually working on this pathway. So they'll typically have beta alanine and citrulline and maybe some arginine because just loading up arginine alone is not helpful for necessarily boosting nitric oxide production. There's a lot of chemical transactions in between. And if that system isn't working well or you're or possibly what we call decoupled, you actually end up making a lot of oxidants like peroxynitrites and things like that that are bad for you. So once I've measured amino acids, if I see arginine depletion with other essentials, I'll have people on arginine with essential amino acids. But that's for addressing the amino acid need because arginine is part of many proteins. But when it comes to preloading a nitric oxide pathway, I'm going to use 
citrulline and beta alanine typically in combinations with other things. And there's a lot of those products out there. I don't have one myself that I uh, go to as my, my preferred for that. So that's one pathway, but that's also the pathway that deteriorates by 20% as we age. And if you don't have great genetics, it's even faster. So by the age of 50, you know, more than half of the people out there have lost a lot of their nitric oxide signal. And just preloading with the what we call the NOS catalyst, the nitric oxide synthetic catalyst, like in those formulations, it's not really doing anything for you. You're not getting a big boost to your system. So there's another nitric oxide synthesis pathway, creation pathway, and that's to take nitrates, which were naturally found in our diet, and as we consume them, as we chew up the nitrate-rich foods, which tend to be leafy greens and certain roots like beetroot and others, we would release these nitrates and our oral biome would actually convert them into nitrites and they would also get spilled down into our gut where there's another reaction and we end up creating nitric oxide through our gut. And, that it, and, it, and the data on what it does for our gut is pretty amazing, but it's also absorbed into our bloodstream and that nitrite becomes the source for nitric oxygen pr production. So now you can just pop it off. And what's interesting, Jason, is that studies have demonstrated that if the primary system, or I don't want to call it a primary, but that enzyme system isn't working well, and after 50, for most people, it's not. After 60, it's like 85%. Isn't working well, but we boost this other system, this nitrate, food-derived nitrate, nitrite pathway, we actually recouple the other system and it works better also. So now we get the benefit of both systems and we can catalyze both systems for performance. So I've already made the point of how critical the nitric oxide is. It's tied into your brain health, uh, prevention of dementia, immune system, gut biome, gastric function, weight loss, studies showing benefits for weight loss and visceral fat that as you lose nitric oxide you create more visceral fat deposition critical 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 and we're going to lose this signal as we age so what we do is we focus on boosting that nitrate nitrite pathway now originally what we would have done is said go and eat if you tolerate them well leafy greens bok choy spinach beetroot beets chew them up thoroughly and get the, and those nitrates will begin to load your system. Here's the problem. It, you will get the nitrates if you get non-organic greens and roots, but you're also getting, guess what? Glyphosate yeah. and other toxicants. So now we're working against the very thing we were trying to do. Organic versions of those foods may or may not have a lot of nitrates. And the reason is that if it's organic, they cannot use nitrogen enriched fertilizers in the production. So depending on the soil conditions, if it's nitrogen depleted, you're not going to have that natural level of nitrates. If it's nitrogen, if it's not, then it might, but now you're doing guesswork. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And then you need a healthy dose of these consistently. Then there's these other factors. You, it's dependent upon the health of your stomach and your oral biome. So if you're using traditional fluorinated toothpaste, and messing with that biome, destroying healthy bacteria, you're not going to make the nitrites from the nitrates. So now you've just kind of messed up that ability. If you're using traditional mouthwashes, like the ones that have alcohol and stuff, you are destroying your oral biome 
and you're basically ruining your, your ability to take advantage of this pathway. And then once you get to the gut, if you're taking daily antacids um, or anti-inflammatory drugs, you're also affecting, and we just named a lot of people probably who are listening, using traditional fluorinated toothpaste and possibly a mouthwash and maybe consistently taking a um, higher dose or a lower dose antacid or anti-inflammatory drug. And that's a big problem. You're going to have to I, talk to your healthcare practitioner about this or find somebody to work with you. Or again, we're working on pathways for people to work with our health coaches on this. But ultimately, you've got to set the system up for success. And that's switching to <laughs> natural non-fluorinated toothpaste. Stop using mouthwash. Your mouth will get healthier. Your breath will get better if you do that. And also taking care of your gums and getting regular dental hygiene, avoiding chemicals in your mouth. And then also uh, beginning to improve digestive function and reduce your use. Because ironically, that nitrate nitrite process into the gut has been demonstrated that you actually build up the protective mucus layer of the gut. And you it's got direct antimicrobial activity. You kill bacteria that can grow in the gut and you improve digestive function. So, you know, you can see where this goes. You come into your doctor, you've got some reflux and heartburn, you know, and you're just doing what you think you should do. I'm not blaming anybody here or judging it. I was part of this for a long time in my clinic. And it's because you're eating a lot of food that's making your gut sick. So you have indigestion and reflux. Now you're given a prescription for one of the proton pump inhibitors, which works great. Your heartburn goes away. And now you can keep eating those foods. Meanwhile, you suppressed digestive function, you ruin your gut's protective mechanisms, you no longer can create nitric oxide in your gut, and now you've got a bigger problem and it just keeps getting worse. So we really need to back up scroll in and say, why was I getting reflux in the first place? Like, what is it that I'm eating? What toxicants, what foods that are not good for me? Am I overeating? Am I not? Like all of that stuff, we got to fix that, fix digestion, get our oral biome healthy, and then we can load those nitrates in and get that nitrite and get that nitric oxide signal. Now, most people, they don't have to like do all that right away. They need to get started on it, but going ahead and starting the nitrates will at least help. And so you can either get them, you can try to find organic foods that have higher nitrate concentration. That can be quite challenging. Many of my patients have tried to do that. You can buy organic uh, highly concentrated formulations of beetroot and things, greens powders that are concentrated in spinach and beetroot and things like that. That can work well if you have something called oxalate sensitivity, then it might be a problem. Or you can use the products that we use in our clinic, which include a capsule-based product, where if you take two capsules, you're getting the equivalent of 500 milligrams of spinach-based nitrates plus some magnesium and some ascorbic acid, we always put it with vitamin C to prevent some of the uh, oxidant production that can happen uh, if the nitrates are reduced uh, before they enter your body. Anyway, they, they do the same thing with like prepackaged meats and stuff like that. They put ascorbic acid in. Um, and that's for that reason. And um, that's why the prepackaged meats don't really give you cancer because the reason that they would have given you cancer has already been controlled for uh, by actually our, our food industry, by the FDA. Um, so the uh, process is get the nitrates. And the easiest way to do that, I believe, is with the capsule-based products that we carry in our clinic because you can take two a day. 
and you will have basically created that necessary amount of nitrate signal. And there's sustained release like Nyan's glutathione product where you're getting this long half-life of the nitrite release. Whereas some of the lozenges that are on the market are great, but they're short acting, an hour and a half, two hours. They're really designed to use right before a workout to get a boost in nitric oxide. So I like the sustained release capsules. And we'll put a link on uh, the show notes for that product. I want to be clear, the company I'm working with right now on this, I think they've got the best product in the marketplace. It was patented by the premier global researcher in nitric oxide, who's a, a friend and colleague of mine that I have an enormous amount of respect for. He's a headliner at most of the like real deal anti-aging con- conferences. And so the, the product is one that we do have an affiliate relationship with because it gives a discount. And once again, what we negotiated was a greater discount for the customer uh, so when they, when you do this stuff, what they do is they say, okay, if you, uh, if you send people to us, we can give you X percent of the transaction. We can divide that up any way you like into a discount for the consumer and then whatever portion you want to come back to you for supporting the product. We always balance that to more discount for the consumer, less for us. And so the, if you buy through our link, um, and that's the only way you can buy us through a clinician's link. You will buy it at a lower price than you can get through any other source. But we will get a little bit of a financial benefit from that. It's not huge, but a little bit. But on the other hand, you'll get an enormous benefit of maintaining peroxide levels, which will help prevent future. Uh, it'll greatly reduce the likelihood of developing arterial disease, dementia, immune dysfunction, and all kinds of other problems later in life. But it's critical. So big picture, nitric oxide glutathione, critically important. Got to deal with them. Uh, More than likely, no matter how healthy you are, if you did a full assessment, you're going to find out that there's a real challenge there. And the best way to do it is to use the products. Takes a minute, you know, fix the baseline issues. Use NAC. Use possibly glycine. Add the transdermal product for extra boosts if you like. And then on the nitric oxide, get those nitrates and make sure your mouth and gut are healthy. Um, that is the best thing to do. Would you recommend these with the NAC and, and glycine, everything that we've talked about, would you recommend taking these, this stack in perpetuity or how do you cycle them? I, these I use in perpetuity. Okay. Um, 53, um, my nitric oxide synthase enzymes aren't great. They're kind of, okay. I have some enzymes. I did the, there is a test we do in our clinic. It's the salivary test. It's not for nitric oxide. It's for nitrite. It's okay. for the actual nitrite to know, do I have enough? And every so often, someone who's not using any support will test high on nitrite. So they're getting it somehow, and we don't put them on any support. It's a simple little 15-second salivary test we do. My own didn't look great. Why? Because I'm not eating anything non-organic, right? So I'm not like getting a bunch of, of greens and beets mm-hmm. from non-organic sources. And so I started taking the capsules within... Two weeks, my nitrite levels were excellent. And although I don't have hypertension that's managed with a medicine, my blood pressure dropped. My exercise performance improved, meaning my workout partner at the time commented. I didn't comment. He commented and said, you, we, we used to do these very, you know, CrossFit like sets, mm-hmm. you know, and they, and it would take me three or four minutes in between a hard set before I could go again. Mm-hmm. And Suddenly, it was a minute and a half, two minutes. And he was like, wow. what happened? How did you do that? And I told him about it. And he said, well, why are you holding out on me? Because he's also a patient. Wow. 
why didn't you tell me about this? Well, I mean, I don't know. I was like, cause I was, I was figuring it out. Almost everybody I start who's depleted within two to three weeks is like, oh, I feel better. It's just the same thing as the glutathione, especially when it comes to exercise performance and recovery. So this is the stuff that I want to set up on my auto ship. All right. That's right. You want me to get basically now at 48, yeah. um, never going to turn 50. Nope. You, You're going to make you, sure. Yeah. You need to be on nitric oxide support. Now, the only thing I wonder, I need to give, first, I need to, when we ship you to the Lord's I'm going to send you some salivary strips. Because yeah. I wonder with the green monster, I don't know how much of that. I know a lot of that's algae, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, chlorella. I don't know how much of that green is uh, phytonutrient powder. Is that like AG1? I can't remember. Yep, it is AG1. I was going to ask you about that. So, because am I completely, you know. It, no, it, I mean, I was using AG1 and I still didn't have the nitrate level I needed. So, okay. uh, we'll go ahead and ship you. We'll get you some salivary strips. And if you do test, po- like you're not, and we'll send you the interpretation card. And if it looks good, then maybe you, you're good to go for now, you know. Yeah. But if it depleted or low, then you're going to start on nitric oxide capsules. Well, they're not nitric oxide capsules. They're nitrate capsules to maintain. Yeah. Well, and I tell you what, we please do that. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to contact Courtney right after we get off. And then Jim Lynn and I, we're going to make a trip to Asheville. We, she, she actually mentioned that here just a couple nights ago that we need to get up there and I need to go to the clinic and we need to start our, uh, never 50 project. And just so, so the listener knows, I'm, I'm actually serious about this. I, I, since I am now 48 and a half, we're running out of time here. Uh, I want to do as much as I can to postpone my biological age going over 50 now. Gus has already told me that I'm probably, if, if I'm lucky, I'm at my age. So I'm, I'm only 48 biologically. But based on these conversations and the stuff that I've started you know, implementing into my life and my health journey, then I think I can start to either at a minimum blunt that continuation and maybe start reversing some markers. So I want to put off biological 50 as long as possible and we'll bring you as much, uh, we'll, we'll make content out of it. I want you guys to see. And then, uh, you know, we've got another project we're working on with, uh, hopefully Josh Tomlin, professional major league baseball player that I want to put him with, uh, with Gus and see if, I don't know if Carl, I hope Carly doesn't hear this because if she finds out that I'm trying to help with some project to get Josh back in the major leagues one day, then she's probably going to be pretty mad at me because I think she's pretty happy having him home for a while. But either way, that's what we've got coming up. So yeah, Jim and I, we need to plan a trip out to Asheville and we'll, we'll go to the clinic and uh, I'll just be your guinea pig. I want to get on the DEXA too. And you don't have the VO2, you can't test my VO2 max there, right? I don't have that capacity right now. We're going to add it at some point. Well, I'm kind of glad because I wouldn't be looking forward to that, to be honest with you. That's just going to be a beat down. I know it. I know it's got, I will say this, my VO2 max, I know is going to be relatively strong. I'm, I'm quite confident in that, but just testing it is just such misery. I've never, I, I don't. I don't want to do that, but I'm going to, but I definitely want to get on the deck and see where I am. So that'd be cool. Yeah. And, uh, well, we might have it by the time you come because it's, that's one of the t- we want to add. And then we have a device called Body K, which is pretty awesome, non invasive. It's, it's a whole different lens on endothelial function and oxidative stress that will run on you. It's fun. Our tools, you know, the balance of the autonomic nervous system. Um, and so we get, uh, you know, more data than we can get just even in these reports and we compile it all together. I suspect, Jason, based on everything you're doing, we're going to see overall a good result comparatively to other people your age. But as I shared with you at baseline, even 
uh, motivated healthy people tend to have these elevated epigenetic ages, primarily because what was happening to their bodies in their 20s and 30s and maybe even in their early 40s before they understood this stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of damage, um, especially in populations like physicians and soldiers and pilots because of our circadian rhythm disruption that occurred. Yeah, yeah they've measured that. Thankfully, with the tools we're talking about and the bioregulatory peptide stacks, we're able to really move that needle on the epigenetic age markers. Ultimately, you and I, we trust our maker with our, our bodies and our biology. Uh, we know that these tools were, you know, ultimately they're created by him and we can put them to use for ourselves and he allows us these discoveries. But a healthy spirit and soul will make you a lot, lot younger than any biohack ever conceived. Amen to that. Could not agree more. So, all right. So let's see how we've done here. Yeah, we kept this one short. It's only an hour 23, Doc. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Like we said last time, folks, we'd rather give you a lot more than too little. We're just going to keep going in depth in the weeds, dive in as much as you want. If you have questions, Go to Jason right now, DM me, go to, yeah, Jason right now on Insta. And also if you want to go to the JasonRightNow.com or ImproveAlwaysAndAlways.com and fill out the contact page, any questions you have for Dr. Gus, or if some of you are doing, just run into Jimlin and ask her. I'm I'm getting you. (laughs) Jimlin's like, hey, I was listening to Jason's podcast with Dr. Gus. You know, it's kind of funny, you know, people now here in uh, Tyler, they know who Dr. Gus is. So that's, uh, that's kind of cool, man. Yeah, well, it'll be fun next time I come to town. Maybe I'll get to meet some of these people who are motivated and engaged in it. And and just so the listeners know now that it doesn't matter where you are, we formally do now have, and you can find it on our AuthenticHealth.com website, our, uh, a way to engage with health coaches at the very least, where you awesome. can get the type of data we're talking about. It will have been looked at by a clinician just for oversight. But the health coach could meet with you at a very reasonable rate and teach you your gut, your toxicant, your micronutrient, and design protocols for you. Perfect. All right. Dr. Gus, that's another Authentic Health Friday in the can. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jason. I look forward to seeing you in Asheville. Yes, we'll make that happen. All right, Doc. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means more to me than you can possibly imagine. And if you enjoyed it, please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five-star rating. That would mean the world to me. Also, follow me on Insta at Jason right now. And don't forget, download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, The Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always in always. I'm out. <laughs>